0: This podcast is dedicated to what camp professionals believe to be the most important time at camp, no matter what you call it, staff training, orientation, or leadership training. This critical time period prepares your staff to fulfill all those promises that you make to parents and customers the rest of the year. And before we get started, we're going to introduce ourselves. So Ruby, why don't we start with you?
1: Sure. My name is Ruby Compton. I'm the Summer Camp Program Director at Green River Preserve. We're a co-ed residential program uh, in western North Carolina that focuses on connecting children with nature and we are lucky enough to do that on a 3,400
0: acre private wildlife preserve. Awesome. I'm so jealous. And Gab?
2: My name is Gabrielle Rail and I'm one of the camp directors at Camp Oro. Camp Oro is an all girls camp in the Laurentian Mountains and we focus on
0: creating a positive girl community. Thank you. And I'm Beth Allison. I'm the co-owner of Camp Hacker and one of the of the partners in Go Camp Pro. I was an executive director of five children's summer camps for 15 years in Muskoka, Ontario, Canada. And I'm now a camp consultant with my husband, Travis. And my big passion is leadership training. So today, our topic is teaching your staff to sell camp. And Ruby's going to tell us why we decided that this deserved a podcast all on its own. Sure. Uh, so... I very specifically remember two
1: summers ago, um, I got an eval back at the end of a session uh, that our our staff fill out. Session evals about, you know, how the opening day went and how activities went and whatever else. And at the bottom of it, there was kind of this angry note that said, will you quit telling us this is a business? This is not why we're here. And I just kind of laughed at it. I was like, all right, I can back off of it a little bit. But the reality of it is, you know, in general, camp directors are really good at – the emotional and the creating magical experiences and maybe not so good about making some of the hardline business decisions. Um, and I'm a big believer that if you're doing your if you're doing camp well and you're teaching your staff to to do camp really well, um, that camp will sell itself. But that being said, uh, there's some really easy things that you can do to teach your camp or teach your staff to um, to sell. And
0: so we want to talk about those today and help you guys out. Brilliant. So why don't we let you start off then, Ruby, since you sound so passionate about this topic. Sure.
1: I'm a big believer in it. It it (laughs) is one of the ways that we have been able to fill Green River um, since I've been there as a director. And my very first staff training as a director there, um, I did kind of a keynote opening session with all of our staff. And it was called something like seven things you need to know about working at Green River this summer. And the very first one was, um, so this was in 2013. Marketing for 2014 but begins June 6, 2013, which was the mm-hmm. day that campers arrived and made that very clear. Um, I also talked about with the staff that, you, you know the song from Rent, like 525,600, yes. <laughs> right? Like, So that's a year <laughs> worth of time. So let's talk about how many minutes we have that we are engaged with our customers, that they are experiencing the experience. Um, that it is, you know, nine weeks, that is it. And that is when we make all of our income for the next year. Granted that, you know, not all the money comes in at that point. Um, But the decision to come back is made in that nine weeks. And so it is critically important that our staff understand the huge weight that they carry, um, that they're Um, paying my salary, they are ensuring that they have jobs in the future, um, that they are continuing this camp program that many of them were campers and feel really passionate about, um, that they have to market camp. They have to. And one of the best ways to do that is to do their job really well. And so that's kind of the next piece that I go into is that I I want every camper to get in the car and the first thing they say to their parent is, I can't wait to be back at camp next summer. Mm -hmm. That's the goal. And so that, that is an objective that I am trying to make sure you achieve. It's even better if they say it when they hug their parent, when they see them <laughs> right at that first moment when they're reunited. Mom, I love you. Thanks for sending me to camp. Can I come back for three weeks next year? Like That is what I want them to say. And so whatever you have to do to achieve that, short of bribery, make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> and, that is, and that is what I tell my staff. Um, there, there are other little training pieces that, that I, I show them, but I think just telling them that this is your job, this is part of your job is selling camp for the future. Um, and, and so making that expectation really clear, we all know that everybody on this podcast is a big fan of clear expectations. And I think that's a really easy one to spell out. You are responsible for filling camp next summer and you do that by
0: doing a great job right now. Fabulous. Yep. It's all about being transparent. Nice. Gab, what are, what's an idea that you have to sell camp with your staff? Um, we, uh, we started creating these little, uh, similar
2: to name tag stickers, but, uh, instead of having your name, we do have names, like the <laughs> names tags, but as well as we have, uh, stickers that I've already pre-printed, uh, ask me about dot, dot, dot. And then underneath, uh, the counselor will write, uh, a little comment of how I fell out of the canoe. Um, and that usually leads to a story about friendship to a story about when they were a camper and a counselor helped them. Um, it could, if they're a new staff member, they refer something back to staff training, but usually what it refers to are, uh, certain things that are important to us at Woro. So either friendship, uh, learning your second language or facing a fear. And so, um, those are just, those are just conversation starters. And, um, and we found that that's, that's very useful. And a lot of parents ask ask uh, questions so the, this is like it's just, it's just nice and it's a really treat uh, cheap trick uh, to uh, uh, to get your staff uh, or people to ask the questions and uh, do a little bit of marketing um also uh make sure that your staff has read uh, all of your marketing materials so your website brochures uh those type of things so they they actually know what you're selling and um and and we try to find we try to get our returning staff to find stuff that they didn't know about already in our marketing material, but uh, that's another uh, very important piece. I have a couple more, but
0: we'll we'll come we'll, back. We'll come back. Yeah,
2: we'll come back. Uh, but to that's
0: it. a great one because it's so obvious, and yet how many of us actually do ask our staff to read all of the marketing material? That's brilliant. Yeah, Simple. and you can do a whole Jeopardy
2: game, and but right. it's really important because I will tell you, staff have been there for ten years. Do not know some of the things that we've written down. So um, that's it's a it's a great it's a great
0: handy it's
2: already done so you just have to give it to them. Make
0: it fun. Awesome. For me I think first and foremost that we need to teach our staff to be professionals and camp thinkers all year round. In all things we do in all of our communications with them we it's our job to help them intentionally see the importance of putting camp out there 12 months of the year, that it's not just the eight or nine weeks of the summer. So in all of their social media, in their interactions with their peers, with children, with adults, people should be able to see that they are difference makers, that there is something that sets them apart from so much of today's culture, which is so often me focused or centered on material possessions or physical appearance or all those things that we try to get away from in summer camp. And any person who's interacting with our staff should be able to sense from the very first introduction, so whether it's online, in an email, in a text, in person, or in writing an essay, whatever it happens to be, that they carry themselves differently, that they put others first, that they have a positive outlook, that they're polite and caring and kind. That they do things like pay it forward or hold open doors for people or help their neighbors by shoveling snow if they live where there's snow. Or, you know, their actions, as with ours, of course, sell camp to everybody. And maybe it's not just your camp, but it's the industry. And I think as a member of the industry, it's important that we're not just saying you should only come to our camp. Um, Their behavior shows what camp can do for a young person and how it can help to shape them to become an individual who makes a difference. And you can spot great camp people a mile away. Travis and I often play that game in airports or train stations or something like that. You know that that person was a great camp person or still is. So it's our job as directors, I think, to be sure to have these conversations with them throughout the year, not just in the summertime, but at hiring Um, During training, throughout the summer, at the end of the summer before we send them home, they need to understand that how they conduct themselves reflects on not only your camp, but on all camps and on young people themselves, young adults, and that they have a huge opportunity to choose to present themselves and therefore camp as a place which has taught them to be a person who can change the world for the better. So I encourage people to be really specific about this and talk with your staff about their online presence, what should be there, what should not be there, um, you know, not just for their reputation, but for camps as well and get them to brainstorm with you ways that they can be difference makers at home and at school, not just, um, at summer camp. I think that that would be a key piece, um, We also ran a session every year about how to talk to grandparents, parents, guardians on opening days and closing days of camp sessions. And we allowed staff time to practice, you know, firm handshakes, great eye contact, all the things that sometimes we take for granted, how they introduce themselves, good questions to ask or topics to discuss, you know, as they're walking their camper and the family to the cabin, to offer to carry the luggage, um, how to spot anxiety in campers or parents, how to put them at ease. And although these folks have already bought into camp and their child is right there with you, you are, as Ruby said, you're selling camp for next year already. Um, uh, But not only for that child, but for the parents' friends that they will tell about camp and how professional the staff were and how caring and how thoughtful. And Gab has this really great acronym for these possible awkward moments when you're walking a child to the cabin. Um, And so I thought maybe I could just pass it to you for a quick second to share that if you wouldn't mind.
2: Sure. I would love to. Um, One of my good friend's mom was in PR, and my friend struggled with uh, social anxiety, and so her mom taught her how to enter a room, and I was always amazed by all the questions she was able to ask, but she had, I think it was seven questions. Um, listed that she would ask people. She was really good at it. Anyways, I can't remember seven things, so I brought it down to three. And um, the the acronym is ask. And so the first first question is um, ask a specific question. Um, so if if the the family just arrived, um, you know, from their car ride, and you bring them to their cabin or tent, ask them a specific question, not. Uh, how was the car ride, but uh, did you did you listen to any fun music in the car, or did you have a was there a pit stop somewhere? So something specific. It's really important. Ask a specific question. Um, S is share something personal. Uh, this is one of my favorite views at camp. It's lovely, blah, blah, blah. So you bring it back to you. Really important. And then uh, know what? So <laughs> do you know what's going on today? We're having pizza. Hey! So it can be anything that's very, very simple, but simply uh, ask specific. For- specific questions, share something personal, and then tell them something. So know what, basically. Perfect. See, I am not the yeah. only
0: one who likes acronyms. Also. No, great well, great I think you more. might
2: have had an influence on me.
0: <laughs> Perhaps. It's <laughs> possible.
2: Perhaps That's <laughs> there awesome. was something to be said there. I was like, huh, maybe we can make this
0: next. Ask. Good. Thanks, Gab. That's a great one. Um, no and we've certainly talked about it Uh, when we've run sessions this year and shared that piece of Waro with uh, other staff that we've worked with. Ruby, have you got another one for us? Sure. Um, So,
1: again, all of my staff are in sales. Uh, I I make that very clear to them. And so they need to learn to upsell. And uh, it feels a little bit smarmy. I don't love that it's something that we have to do. But uh, again, it's about filling camp. And so Um, A camper who's here for one week, I want them to get in the car and say, I want to come back for two weeks. I want to come back for three weeks. We want them to come back for longer the next year. Um, That's the general rule. Obviously, there's some kids that need to come back for one more week and and whatever. That's different. But um, that is something that I teach my staff how to do when we practice the language. Uh, So a child is talking about a hike that they went on today, and they're like, oh, it was really cool. We went to a waterfall. And I say, oh, that's awesome what was your favorite part about the waterfall? And ask them about that. And they're like, Sharon, whatever. And I say, you know, in our two-week session, you get to go on three different waterfall hikes. And if you come back during the three-week session, one of the things they do is they go to a park that's right next door, and they go visit these really famous waterfalls that are in The Hunger Games, the first movie. Have you read that book? (laughs) Oh, it's so intense. But yeah, we get to see the waterfalls during our three-week session. But it's only during our three-week session, you know. Um, And some of it is... um, you know, connecting to the benefits that you that that child is experiencing and saying you get so many more opportunities to do those things. So you liked one day of free choice, well in this session you get four. Uh, You liked doing this activity, well check it out. We offer that all day long during the next session. Um, But it's also giving them an opportunity to ask some questions and clear up what they may have heard from older siblings or other campers. Uh, we do a, a three day, two night backpacking trip with our multi week campers. And so, you know, you're staying out on our property, but you are cooking on backpacking stoves and collecting water from streams and purifying it. You're pooping in the woods like you're going to have to in the three days at some point. Uh, and that's a really, really scary thing. And so, um, when the staff can go ahead and start talking about it, and saying this is something that we all do and it's really cool and we teach you we teach you how to poop in the woods and we have uh, a really awesome way that we treat the the water and we'll show you how to do that and you get to cook on backpacking stoves and you get to build a fire like that's something you you get to do if you come during that 2 week session and so suddenly this thing that they don't have as much information about becomes a point of excitement Um, so I've, I've found that to be really helpful in pushing our kids into longer sessions, but also, um, in pushing our kids to, who age out of our base camp program into our expeditions program, because again, they have a lot of hesitations like, Oh, I think I'm going to be the youngest one, or I'm not going to get to shower the whole time I'm on this 14 day trip. And some of the things they think are just simply incorrect. So training your staff to Uh, Get them to start talking about it and even just saying, well, tell me what you know about a three-week session. That's a question I ask to kids who come into camp all the time. Kids who come for school programs, I say, so tell me what you've heard about this field trip. Um, Just to find out, like, what are the misconceptions that are out there? What are the things they are expecting to do? We want to make sure we can meet those expectations, or nip that expectation in the bud, and 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 go forward with something even cooler. Um, So upsell, upsell, upsell. It's astonishing how well it works. Um, And so teach your staff how to do it, and that's again, that's a marketable skill. They can walk away from camp um, and whatever job they go into. If they say, I've you know, I've practiced. Taking uh, a customer who's only committed for a week and getting them to move into being a three-week customer and spending three times as much money, like, that is a marketable skill.
0: Somebody will hire you. Great. Thanks. Gab, do you have an- another one for us?
2: Yeah. Um, this one's called – it's another acronym for <laughs> best. Uh, It's called IV. So um, IV uh, basically is, uh, it's to help with a uh, sticky situation. So um, Beth, as you mentioned before, um, even though uh, parents have already bought into your camp and, and this is really when they're on camp property, um, anxiety of parents can, can emerge. And we have to teach our, our counselors how to deal with, with those anxieties. So I've I mentioned this before, but I can't uh, mention it enough. Make sure that your staff members have, uh, everybody has a notebook. And that they they must, with every contact with every parent that they have met, they write something down. This is a really important exercise to get into, and it really reassures the, the, the families. The IV part is um, how to diffuse um, anxiety with, with uh, uh, families. So if somebody says they're nervous about something, or they don't understand, or they don't really believe you, uh, I is, uh, well, my experience has been, dot dot dot. So start with the I and V is validate their feelings. I understand it seems that you're upset about uh, this and this and this. Perhaps I can write this down and make sure you speak with the director afterwards. So it's just, if you have a personal experience, you can bring it up. If you don't, that's okay. Either way, IV is a, is a, is a simple tool to use uh, when somebody is a, is a little bit uh, anxious, when we have some families or campers are anxious on the first day. It's a, and it's, it's taking them seriously. And parents love that. Like they, they see the notebook and they just go berserk for this notebook. I can't tell you.
0: Yes, because it says, yeah. "I take this really seriously. I'm going yeah. to write this down, so I cannot forget because here it is in my notebook." And yeah. I'm a professional, and I carry this with me everywhere I go.
2: Ah, uh, and they—it's it's, it's Their faces light up when this notebook comes out, and I think I just love it too. So yeah, IV in a notebook is is quite helpful for marketing.
0: Perfect. Along the lines of my last little rant there I want to add that staff members should always be on the lookout for great camp kids and tell them when they meet them that they would be awesome campers and this is not during summer camp this is during the school year so when we were directing we had business cards made up with our camp logo and website and then on the front they said you would make an awesome Glenmore camper And there was a place for the staff member to sign their name and then they could give them out to children and teens that they met. So we often gave them out at church services that where we did a lot of marketing, but you could also give them out. We gave them to our staff at the end of the summer so that they could give them out in programs they were running with kids or kids in their neighborhood or whatever they happened to be, um, you know, working or hanging out with children or with teenagers. And it was a great way to open the door to conversation about camp, but it also really made that future camper feel special because this person took the time not only to tell them, but also left them something that said that they thought they were pretty amazing. And hopefully parents or family members could then have that conversation with the staff member who gave them the business card. So on that note, We have to be sure that we are, and I think Ruby touched on this a little bit already, that we give staff the right language to use when selling camp to parents. So we would run a session every year on what benefits campers and their families receive from a child spending time at camp, and we were really specific about it. So it's not enough for our staff members to go out and say, well, camp's really fun, and they make friends, and they get to be outside every camp can do that essentially. So each camp is unique and it offers a different focus. So zeroing in on that language of what your camp teaches or offers to its people is really crucial. And it's beneficial to run this session we found during leadership training so that your staff knows exactly what their intentions should be throughout the summer. But it also helps them to be able to express what their camp offers that others do not. And we know that some staff are really articulate and others are not so much. Um, words are maybe not their thing. They're better with uh, actions and, and that sort of thing or silence. Um, so having that word, those words that, where it's not really scripted, but they kind of know what the pattern is of things that they can say. And I mean, every staff member should know your mission statement, which we've talked about before. Um, and there's a podcast way back in the archives about how to do that creatively and, and all of that. But um, there are other goals that we have as camp professionals that aren't necessarily outlined in our mission statement. And I think our staff needs to be on board with those as well and to really buy in and believe them. So give them that language and tell them that their voice can have an impact on future camp uh, campers decisions to come to camp that they are your best selling tool Um, word of mouth is always the best selling tool of any industry and your staff have that opportunity to be that person so um, sometimes you just need the right tools and often that can involve the right language the other thing I would suggest is to get staff involved in selling camp with you the rest of the year get them to write blog posts in the summer when they are at camp and then have them spread out so that they um, come out through the course of the year And get them all to either sign Christmas cards or whatever you send out at this time of year or birthday cards when they're at camp so that they can all be sent out after they have left, get them to create videos about camp, their experience, what they miss or what they're excited about for next summer. These are the people and the faces that campers cannot wait to see again. So their words are really powerful and they can be sent out as individual messages or put on your website. But having staff be a part of that, not just your voice, um, can really have a big impact. And getting your staff to use social media to show that they are different difference makers all year round is really key too. So, you know, have your specific hashtags for your camp or put things on Instagram all about the charitable works maybe that they're involved in at college or university or how they're giving back to others at this time of year and get that stuff out there. Parents are always impressed to see the way staff behave during the summer is ingrained in their psyche. And it's not just for show and it's not just a part of a job. It's who they are. So, you know, in those um, moments, you can use that language about the same ones that campers learn when they are at your camp during the summer and have staff post about that too. And it not only helps to sell camp, but it builds in that important step of buy-in into your mission because your staff feels a part of something bigger and something really important, something bigger than themselves. And the more they understand your mission and love what you do, the more they will eat, sleep and breathe summer camp all year round. So I would really get them involved in physically helping you sell camp. So the best time to do that is when they are at camp, set aside some time when you can so that you're not trying to sort of get everybody coordinated from hundreds to thousands of miles apart. Um, But if you can't, they can also put together stuff uh, from wherever they are uh, showing the neat things that they're doing and getting it out there to parents and staff. I think that that's a really big, important piece. Does anybody have anything else before we turn things over to the beautiful Gabrielle for a recap? I have one
1: more. Uh, Yeah, go for it, Ruby. uh, uh, Just to uh, tag along onto that, give your staff swag that has Mm. your logo um, and beyond just the staff shirt. So is it a a coffee mug? We did backpacks this year, little day packs that I think were really popular. I've seen that at some other camps too. Uh, But something that they'll use and can be that reminder of both, you know, I am embodying this culture and this, this life that I love so much during the summer and I need to make good choices that will allow me to be back there. Uh, but it also can be a conversation piece, you know, Hey, what, what is this place? What is the Green River Preserve? You know? Um, and so that'll, that'll only help, you know, any sort of, as we all know, any gear that has your logo on it is marketing. So, um, give that to your staff, but also train them on when it's proper to show that (laughs) and that, (laughs) Um, you know, going to the bar in your camp shirt, not a good choice, you know, uh, taking photos and putting them on your social media with things that are not camp appropriate. Uh, why, you know, for any reason, but especially in your camp gear, not appropriate, you know, so make sure you provide some of that training. It may seem like a, well, duh, everybody knows that, but not everybody does. Um, but it, it's
0: amazing what a little swag will do. Nice. Nice. Totally. Gabrielle, anything before you recap, or would you just like to take us into the recap?
2: Uh, I was just going to say that uh, with the staff helping you out throughout the year with marketing, uh, we really started doing that about five years ago, and our retention rate for our staff has gone up, mm-hmm. and they believe it is a direct correlation because they're, part, they're not only part of getting the message out there, but they, they understand it on a different level. And, um, it's been, it's been great. Uh, our retention rate has definitely gone up since we've done that. And even part of our application process now, whether you're hired or not, you have to send in a video saying your name, um, uh, why you're excited about camp. And I think there's one other little thing. It's part of your application process. So we can make a, this is our staff of 2016 video once they're hired. So That's awesome.
0: So it in there, marketing. And, and they're so creative. I mean, they're camp people. Yep. So they yep. can really blow us away with what they can come up with. Yeah, it's very, it's very cool. Okay. <sighs> Drum roll. <laughs> Recap time.
2: Recap time. Okay. So uh, here are, I think, about 10 tips that you can use right now with your staff. I mean, right now when your staff are there to help <laughs> uh, market a uh, camp. One, teach them, ask. Uh, also teach them Ivy with a notebook very very useful give them swag paired with very important training if you're interested in that training check out best behavior is a great marketing tool so check out those marketing tools uh how to talk to people shake hands eye contact I just added this part in but smell good make sure staff smell good as well um Promote the following adventure. What does the next camp session look like? Teach the mission statement. Very, very important. Uh, Ruby sang how many minutes um, (laughs) that we have for marketing, and it's actually not that much, so it's important for staff to understand. Make them aware of the power that they have while campers are on camp. Teach them how to deal with anxious families and uh, get staff to sell camp at camp fairs, videos, sign cards, social media. And I love the hashtag, Difference Makers. Uh, let's get your, your camp to get their own hashtag and get staff on board starting in the new year. Uh, and those are the tips that you can use and tools for helping staff to market your camp. Great. Thanks, Gab. No problem.
0: So this is the time of the show when we tell you how you can get involved. You can join us, of course, using the hashtag camp code. We'd love to hear the topics you'd like us to discuss, the guests you would recommend that we talk to, any great leadership training tips that you have to share with us. We would love to hear from you because, as we all know, sharing is what camp people do best. And if you found this podcast to be useful, we would love it if you could leave us a rating and a review in iTunes. And you can do that by going to camphacker.tv slash cc underscore iTunes. Or you can tweet your love of the show by going to camphacker.tv slash love. And your feedback really helps us to keep the show going. And now if you would like to contact any one of us or all of us in between shows, this is how you can do it. So Ruby, how do we get a hold of you?
1: Sure, you can email me at Ruby R U B Y at greenriverpreserve.org. I'm also on Twitter and live tweeting every conference and professional development thing ever and always thinking about camp. Uh it's Lynn 85 uh, or you can follow me on Instagram, I'm Ruby Outdoors.
2: Thanks. Gab? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Gabrielle Real. Uh you can also see where I check out where I work at war.com. If you'd like to email me, it's
0: Gabs at waro.com great and that's gab's with a z, or yes, it z. Is. Um, <laughs> and you can find me at beth at camphacker.tv or beth at gocamp.pro and uh, you can find us uh travis and myself using that hashtag camphacker ruby what have we got going on for our next podcast
1: oh it's a good one i believe we we decided to do this on a previous podcast we were like <laughs> yes. we should have a podcast about this one so it's coming the podcast title is, Is This How It Looks to Get Fired? Uh, <laughs> no. So we'll be talking about training your staff on firing. Kind of fascinating.
0: Yep. Great. And our final segment, of course, on each podcast is our best practice for leadership training. And we would love to hear some of your memorable moments or your most effective tips so that we can share them with everyone. And again, you can tell us what they are using the hashtag camp code. But this week, we're going to hear from Ruby.
1: So uh, as you all can tell, I'm pretty passionate about this topic of having your, your staff sell camp for you, uh, because the, you know, we all know that the, the kids come back to camp to see the staff. They yeah, they may be happy to see me, but they when I see them in the offseason, they are asking if their counselor is coming back. Uh, and so I put that ball again in the staff's court. and I track my retention numbers really, really obsessively um, to the point where I have lists of cabins and I'm highlighting who's you know, coming back for the same length session, who's coming back for more, who's upgraded, uh, who's not coming back at all. Uh, and I have charts and all that kind of stuff that I'm comparing. But one of the things that I do is I do highlight a cabin list so I can tell which counselor's Uh, have had good retention, have kids that are signing up and are signing up early uh, and just have to be back at camp. And so uh, as soon as the the first pairing of counselors gets a full cabin of kids registered for the next summer, so those seven kids have all registered for camp the next summer, I will send those counselors an email and tell them, like, hey, I just want to let you know what a great job you did last summer. Uh, you did such a great job that your entire session two cabin is coming back and they've already registered and it's September 15th. That's really phenomenal. And you should be really proud of the work that you did last year, uh, cause I know that I am. Um, and I, I like to give that, give them that private praise, but then we'll also talk about it on the Facebook group. I'll be like, you know, who do you think, which cabin was it? Which pairing was it that got all of their kids back for a session? Which cabin pairing do you think had the most kids come back? Um, And so let the staff weigh in on that. And then that's usually something that I reveal during staff training the following year and give them a really big public praise um, that, you know, this counselor and this counselor, man, almost all of their kids came back from last summer. That could be you. Um, I also uh, always challenge the staff to beat the retention rate from the year before. So I'll tell them, you know, last year we were at 63%. Love it if we could get up to 67 or 70%. You guys think we can do it? Um, So they're opting into that challenge. Uh, But I think really highlighting for your staff when they've done great work. And if kids are coming back to camp, there's a pretty good indication that the staff did their job. Uh, So make sure you tell them. Make sure, because they don't have access to that information and you do. So
0: make sure you share that with them. I love that. That's great. That's great. And if you feel that these podcasts are, Just not enough for you. You are welcome to join us at ACA National in Atlanta this February. The three of us are putting on a session and uh, we're excited to be together again in person. So uh, we invite you to come on down to ACA National. I think it starts on the 9th of February, I want to say, in Atlanta, Georgia. So especially if you're in some of those northern places in the U.S. or in Canada and you want to get away from the snow for a while, come (laughs) on down to Georgia. So it's December 9th as we record this podcast. So we are sending out a big happy Hanukkah to our friends who are celebrating night four, I believe. Uh, Happy Kwanzaa, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays for all those other celebrations that our listeners will enjoy this month. And as we end our podcast, our last one for 2015, of course, a huge thank you goes out to Etienne Cobalt Lefebvre for editing our podcasts and getting them out to you. So don't forget, hashtag Code. And thanks for the listening friends. Please remember no other industry shares its best practices. The way summer camps do. If you use an idea heard on a camp hacker podcast, please be professional and give credit where credit is due. The camp code is brought to you by Beth and Travis Allison, summer camp, leadership training and marketing consultants. Thanks for the listening friends. Camp Hacker, bringing your world into focus.